0: Hello everyone, my name is Mr. Island and welcome to a podcast about roleplaying. This is In and Out of Character, where we talk about not the characters, but the people behind the characters. I've always wanted to talk with other players about the various topics of roleplaying, like character detachment, open versus closed roleplaying, the extremes of dark RP, and how we can get addicted to roleplaying. As well, I am very passionate about roleplaying. It doesn't matter the platform, it's just something that I've always been interested in so much that I have a YouTube channel called The Core Roleplayers Guild where I'm trying to help improve the quality of roleplaying not for just myself but for everybody. I'll leave a link in the description of this episode. This first episode, the pilot, is a rough version of what I want. Not only was it a means for me to talk about roleplaying with somebody, but it was also a way for me to make sure that I have everything I needed to record. Today I have Kieslo here with me. We are just going to be talking about various topics in role-playing. In later episodes, you'll hear less talk about their OCs and more talk about the players themselves and their opinions. It's good to hear from you.
1: Yeah, it's good to hear from you as well. You all mind if I shout out my free company?
0: Yeah, man, go right ahead. All right, it's uh, Moonbrand Accord, they're
1: all pretty chill folks. So,
0: yeah, this is the first time I've done anything like this. So, I'm sorry if it might seem like I'm a little bit unorganized. I wasn't quite sure how to approach this. I've been listening to um podcasts literally all day trying to figure out how i wanted to make this work so please forgive me if i sound like i'm uh jumbled the truth is is i I am but you know it's all right oh man it's finally good to hear from you i wasn't expecting uh i don't know uh if you have anxiety getting on the phone with people i absolutely cannot stand talking to people on the phone so when i started doing this i was like oh god that that anxiety is there
1: i enjoy calls on the phone but it's I've recently, it's more or less become something that I'm not really fond of.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear about
1: that. Uh, uh, it's fine. Discord calls are fine. I just mean like phone calls.
0: No, I get that. I um, I actually rarely join any sort of call. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think this is the first Discord call I've joined in probably over a year, maybe a year and a half, just because I don't talk to people all that much. Yeah, I get that. All right, so go ahead and just introduce yourself.
1: I am. I go by Keyslow on Discord, but you can call me Key mm-hmm. if you prefer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like it if you would not call me slow. Uh.
0: <laughs> I have actually never thought of to call you slow before. I've always called you Keyslow or either Key when I was like doing editing work. I do a lot of talking to myself, and I just keep referring to you as Key, and that's
1: it. I've gotten a few people who call me coleslaw, and I'm like, that's not how you pronounce it, but okay. Or something like coleslaw? Co- coleslaw?
0: Oh, no, I hate that. Today, I really wanted to just, since you are my, my very first uh, victim in all of this, I would I am testing the waters for the most part. And I really just wanted to talk to somebody about role playing because you don't really get people communicating about how they came to role-playing or where they came to role-play or, or just what led them to this. Because it's such an odd passion, isn't it? It's like an odd... Yeah. Because you're getting online with a bunch of other random people. You do not know anything about them. You don't know their age. You don't know their sex, their location, nothing. Nothing completely different. The It's almost like the people behind the characters don't matter. And it all on just what their avatar is or what their character they're playing is and that's as far as it goes and i've never understood why that is i made this podcast or the reason why i'm making this podcast is to sort of explore more topics in the role playing community more face to face with other well computer screen to computer screen with other role players who've gone through and go out and live these other lives so i guess what i'm really asking is how did you get into role playing like period like what was what was the first steps you got
1: do you really want to know that
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i want to know um also uh to let you know that this is not a uh, i have never considered role playing in mmos mostly to be kid friendly i know kids yeah, I, I know that. kids get into it so what i'm trying to say is feel free to curse if you need to
1: all right okay so this is actually pretty cringe uh how i got the R- rp was uh about i'm currently 19 mm-hmm. i turned 19 around on the fourth of this month actually so not that long ago um, i actually got into rp when i was 12 on roblox <laughs> Wow, twelve on Roblox! How <laughs> I was twelve. I was twelve years old. So it's yeah.
0: Oh no, no. Okay, so I don't blame you. I think I started role playing. Actually, I think I started role playing. I think my very first taste of role playing was D anD D back with some friends, and I was like, oh, "This is the coolest thing ever!" And I was like, "I get to, I get to act as this badass." Eventually, what wound up happening is my friend begged me to get into World of Warcraft, and that was World of Warcraft vanilla. And I was like, okay, I'll I'll get on World of Warcraft with you. I'll play World of Warcraft with you. Uh, He gave me his old, beat-up, shitty laptop to do it. I noticed when I was making my character, like when you go to create the servers or uh, find your server, that there was role-playing servers. I basically ditched my friend to go role-play in World of Warcraft.
1: That's actually exactly what I did with my cousin whenever I got into WoW. So I first started playing on, I think it was Lightbringer. I'm not entirely sure on WoW. Um, and then about, like, around, I started playing around, like, late Warlords of Draenor, and then I quit shortly after because I had Warlords of Draenor, then came back after that, so.
0: If you can remember this, what led your 12-year-old brain to say, I want to roleplay in in Roblox? Or did you just sort of stumble across it and be like, oh, I like this?
1: It was a common game I played. Roblox is a common game I played back in my, like, early childhood, kind of. So, mm-hmm. um... I guess it was sort of had to do with my cousins because they were they them and my brother they were the ones who usually played with me and my best friend currently he played most he's not really into RP anymore mm-hmm. and my cousins still play it on Roblox to this day even though they're grown adults, which is hilarious honestly. but what led me to it was I was just basically just going through a game once and when I first got into it, I actually thought all the characters there were NPCs so <laughs> It didn't hit me until later that, oh, these are actual players. Um, oh, my
0: goodness. Um, so, I mean, if you can, and I understand if you can't, because it's, it's it's obviously a big jump. How did you get from role playing in Roblox to role playing in Final Fantasy 14, which is where I met you?
1: OK, so I quit Roblox shortly after I grew up. So, <gasps> right. <laughs> um, and then I got into WoW. I started playing on Lightbringer there. And I played with my cousin, my aunt and uncle for a bit. And then I was going through the server list one day and I saw roleplay and I was like, Holy shit, okay. So I transferred all of my characters there. Then I made uh Ithrin, my uh first Blood Elf character that I the first character I made on uh Warmrest, which was actually ended up being my main character which my death knight before Ethern was probably one of the most unique characters I've ever made in any RP because he had a mechanical arm that was run on that was ran by that was powered by foe, mm-hmm, which is really cool. I like that. Yeah. A lot of people did. And then after I, I started actually getting to the RP on while around the early Legion mm-hmm. around BFA was when I kind of had enough with blizzard in a way. Yeah. And then I tried Shadowlands. It was, promising kind of in the beginning and then like ever most other people i just left wow and then my uh friend from wow who left to final fantasy messaged me on discord and told me that they would be willing to have me in their free company on here so i decided that you no know, fuck it i don't have anywhere to go so i decided to join up and then a lot of personal stuff happened shortly after that and then i ended up having to leave mm-hmm. i found actually at a very good I guess you would call them family because that's what I've considered them kind of in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's um, like I said earlier Moonbrain and Gord, they're pretty fucking chill. So, two of them, or one of them technically is actually from my back in my wild WoW guild.
0: It's really interesting to see someone go from Roblox all the way to uh, Final Fantasy. Uh, I mean, there was
1: a, sorry for interrupting, but there was like a huge leap between those two. So
0: yeah. Did you try anything else in the meantime? Like, did you try like form role-playing or did you try like discord role-playing or, or like, I, I don't know. I think there's like a Minecraft role-playing mm-hmm. server out there.
1: I attempted Minecraft like during the whole Roblox thing, but I couldn't really get into it because I didn't really like Minecraft as much. Mm-hmm. I considered it more of like a creative to create, like not more of a RP game, really. I considered it more of a, mm-hmm. I guess, while most people play minecraft as um discord rp i did that quite a lot actually actually uh made a server with a whole bunch of my friends from there and i actually still keep in contact with a few of them uh most of them don't actually play games anymore since everyone's pretty much all grown up so
0: i got you Um, you'll you'll still find us old people out there i am uh i am 30 and i started role playing i'm pretty sure a little bit around maybe the age of 15 is like when I first really started so you'll find some people who are just like really passionate about it and really want to get into it and just love making characters but I mean if somebody grows out of role-playing it's absolutely fine it's not meant for it's not for everybody
1: I've I've more or less always been the kind of person who likes to like who enjoys themselves as like while they're writing stories and stuff through google docs and stuff so Mm -hmm. that's I can't really see myself growing out of RP anytime soon I was around 17 whenever i started playing wow rp Mm -hmm. and um i switched over to final fantasy shortly before i turned 19 i joined final fantasy earlier this year actually so
0: are you like me and have a heart because when i play When I play any MMO, uh, I always just divulge in the RP and I never play the game. Matter of fact, uh, some of my free company friends right now are begging me to please play the main story quest line because I have never made it past A Realm Reborn. This is the same in every single MMO I've played. I never actually play the game. I always just stop. I go to the nearest role playing hub. And I just dig my fingers into it and until I can find like a home for myself and my character.
1: It's funny that you actually mentioned that because one of my good friends, actually, like she would always get on to me for uh, not wanting to RP whenever she wanted to RP because I was whenever she wanted to RP, I was doing main main story quests and stuff. And whenever I wanted to RP, she was doing that stuff. So it was like, yeah,
0: you never you guys never just decided to do it together or were you all like too far apart?
1: We uh, we ended up actually doing it a bit together. It was fun actually. Actually had my character get his get himself stabbed in the kidney once by a void synth, so that was fun. Void scent, correct me if
0: I'm wrong. So again, I don't know too much about Final Fantasy Fourteen yet. I know enough to get by and to have a good scene with everybody else, but there are still some things that just I haven't learned yet. Like I don't know too much about the Void Synth, and as far as I understand it, they're basically this world's demons.
1: I think that's basically what it is. Yeah, I'm not really too sure what they are, really, but I do know one thing. Do you know what Gala cats are? Gala uh, cats? No. Uh, they're like the um, flying cats with bat wings and uh, Ishgard, I think, Heaven's Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are actually considered void synths, uh, technically. And uh, do you know the fat cat mount off the um, mock station? I do What's know there? that. Mm-hmm. That's a void synth. Really? Yeah, that's it. Says in the description, it's what's It. I don't know what it is with Square Enix and their minion t- descriptions and pet descriptions, but some of them are pretty fucked up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you mind if I ask you some ca- uh, like some questions about your character? Yeah. Sure. Okay, okay. So I, when I first met you, I whispered you and had you do. Uh, I asked you uh, a crazy question to help me with another project of mine, and uh, so far it's just been a blast knowing you. But. I actually don't know shit about your character, which is fine. Actually I don't know a lot about anybody's actual characters who have helped me in my projects. I know that your character is a how do you pronounce it? Makito?
1: Oh no 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 no. That's um my character's a here. Oh he a hero. I uh did a Fantasia on him a while ago mm-hmm. and turned him into a Makote. But what? he I turned him back into a here because I kinda got bored of I don't really know much about Final Fantasy Race Lore, so um Mm-hmm. i tend to like try to avoid that really mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll eventually look more into it i plan on doing that soon actually i should probably start doing that since my character technically is in a relationship with the makote well this um, is
0: that's actually an interesting there's a it's interesting that you brought this up because a lot there's just so much lore in any game you go into that it's like like i can sit here and do all the research but i guarantee you, no matter how much research i do I will always get to the point where it's like I'm I'm missing something. There's something I don't understand, or something that just doesn't click with me, or I'm just not gonna remember it all. I am I am a father of two. I I have a hard time already remembering birthdays and how, who to call in my day. So I I do not know if I can remember all the lore. So I think actually it's smart to just you can you can play a, a character and not know a super lot about their lore. Uh about the lore of the race itself.
1: I um I normally tend to play more of the human races in most games I play.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: I didn't play human back in WoW mainly because I didn't like the way the humans looked. Big beefy. Big beefy, yeah. I played a Blood Elf since surprisingly that I considered that looking more human than the other one. Mm-hmm. You're asking about my one my like my backstory of my character and everything? Or? Yeah. Go ahead and like just yeah just tell me about your character. slow is like I've shit off him multiple times. He's basically uh had his heart broken like so many times. It's hilarious at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm I consider myself a terrible person when it comes to this. So Keeslo, um, he pretty much grew up in a mansion with his two brothers and his parents. Mm-hmm. And his twin brother actually came at home one night with his friends. And Keislo was like, Okay, uh forgive forgive me if I insult anybody but by, by this, but like Kieslo was technically considered a fin boy before I brought him back after Mm -hmm. i turned him into a makote Mm -hmm. Uh, he now has an ego bigger than the size of my fucking head so he grew up in the mansion with his two brothers and parents and pretty much he says here that he didn't really pay any attention to it he was speaking with his father and his brother and then he went back up to his room and walked in on his brother actually sitting over his quote-unquote friend's corpse and this began the part of Kieslow's life where he would be continuously shit on so he walked out of the room slowly before and noticed him and then his twin brother threw a knife aimed directly at his face the blade just barely f- flew past his face and cut the skin on the bridge of his nose causing blood to run down his face and his older brother seethed heard all the commotion and then hurried to the other room to see what was happening uh long story short In was on the ground being beaten Basically, his face being beaten in by Seath because of this. And Kislo was shortly taken out of the house into the town where he was treated shortly after. And then it says on here, a month later, Inn resumed his suspicious activities. And while everyone was sleeping, and was too busy spreading oil around the house. Kislo woke up suddenly after hearing a loud noise from downstairs. And then he'd get out of bed, go down the stairs, check it out. And then he'd be staring face to face with the fire. So this caused his house to burn down. Uh, his all of his brothers got out, but his parents were nowhere to be found. I actually put on bringing them back up in like a future RP event. After that, Keislo's parents were never to be seen again, and he was taken in by his brother and was taught how to use firearms to protect himself and stuff. And then after that, he met his brother's mentor slash girlfriend, Lila, who mm-hmm. I also plan to bring into RP as a villain, uh, actually. Keislo would pretty much be fanboying over the fact that Lila was so skilled with a scythe, which eventually caused him to pick up this Type of weapon for himself. See, I guess noticed this and then spoke to her about it, and they both agreed that it was time for him to begin, time for him to begin his training. He began living with both of them, and uh, pretty much you know. Although I totally didn't rip this last bar off of an anime I watched. Uh, to pause
0: you right quick, I want you to know that I often take scenes from movies because I, as much as I love to roleplay, am not a smart human being, and I think it is perfectly fine to do this. Because sometimes as as people who are creative, we lose our creativity and it is so hard to come up with a engaging scene, but you really want to get it out there.
1: Yeah, I get you. That's pretty much what I did with her in the last part, because like I was watching this show pretty much and the dude, um, I guess he was ripped from his family at a young age and he was Forced into a military or something, and then he was eventually taken in by a assassin who ended up becoming his mentor. Just says here that after years of training, which eventually led him to be proficient with a scythe. While while scythe was gone, he slow began to do like mercenary work, sort of for Lila for the Grand Companies, not knowing that Lila was suffering from an act seriously serious illness that caused her health to slowly decline. Another part I ripped off from the anime. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much what happened was he came back to home from one of his jobs and was informed about the illness a few days later he woke up started his daily routine make made breakfast for the two of them and then knocked on her door and 30 minutes of her not responding he decided to pick the lock to the door, something his older brother taught him to do quite well actually and noticed that she was still in bed and then he went to go check her pulse and didn't feel one steve would eventually come back after that only to be greeted by one of them, which he was informed shortly after about her sudden passing. That was the first time I, sh- I shit on Seath of my of my two characters. Mm-hmm. Then they buried her and everything, and um, Kieslow took this time and decided that he was ready to go out and live on his own. So when Seath returned home, Kieslow discussed with with him and went on went on his way, but not before giving li- not before being given Lila's scythe by Seath. This is actually where it actually gets dark where I guess character development sort of starts for Kislow. He took up a job and was greeted by the other members in his group. They set off to begin to begin camping out in the black shroud. And he was woken up by what seemed to be noises to someone moving around outside his tent. And as he left the tent to investigate, he was ended up being knocked out by one of the members of his party. Uh, he woke up tied up in the tent as the other members began taking turns viciously attacking Kislow using all sorts of tools for his beating leaving him basically bloody bloody and somewhat broken. During this beating, I guess, the ropes that were used to hold slow began to tear, eventually setting him free. This caused slow to snap and took a hold of the scythe. And then he brutally and mercilessly slaughtered each of them as they attacked him, as he blacked out. He, pretty much what happens is, my character has a tendency to, I guess, space out for a minute and uh say some pretty dark fucking shit so he ha- he like has a i joke about it and call it edgelord switch mm-hmm. but it's it's caused by his um uh, this um whole ptsd kind of thing because he still has traumatic memories from this because this actually began haunting him years later afterwards and then this last part kind of just skips like to present day kind of to where he got rid of the site that Previously he held dear to him, realizing realizing that it only brought her full memories to the surface. He took up traveling and wandered to Orzio like his older brother, returning a year later to spend yeah, that's spend time with his family and friends. He had an extremely bad stutter back then as well. Mm. So bad that I actually dreaded typing it, which is one of the reasons why I actually ended up fantasying him into a Makote, which was named Kiri. Earlier this year, Kislo actually got into some I guess he would say his uh twin brother, his twin brother came back to be a bitch to him basically and took it a bit too far. So Kiso had what I called an emotional support animal, which is the dog. Mm-hmm. And this is actually a pretty funny story. So so um I'm just hanging around my free company house, just chilling, listening to music in my voice chat with my uh, free company. And then I just start I I I'm looking up, I'm just thinking, I'm like, you know what? One to fifty, he lives. 50 to 100, he dies. Or no, 1 to 50, he dies. 50, uh, 51 to 100, he uh, he lives. Mm-hmm. And then I'm in a party with my uh, RP partner at the time. <laughs> and then I uh, do slash random 100, and I instantly get a one. Oh, <laughs> so, no. And then my RP partner just hears me. and just going to drag hockey off of the um, hot bar real quick because that's the name of the <laughs> dog. dog. And then later on, I ended up having his twin brother, sort of uh murder the dog and code blood
0: if you don't let me ask you like what what led you to want to have like a like a dark like a uh oh, i don't know if this is like a super dark story or whatnot but just a dark background for your character like what was the what was your thought process when
1: you made this character well normally when i make no i made most of my characters from wow and everything have dark backstories mm-hmm. um because i'm like kind of like really into that kind of stuff i enjoy reading horror stories and everything and oh i actually enjoy reading stories about characters who like die and everything that Mm -hmm. i'm not an asshole i'm sorry uh so normally whenever i make these kind of characters i cause that tragic backstory to affect who they are as a person and when i was making final fantasy i had two options for personality for though, because i already basically planned my character before making him um, I could either make him into a complete asshole or make him into a shy and timid person who's been through hell, but mm-hmm. still doesn't let that affect him as a human being.
0: Well, human being. I, I we, Yeah, I think everybody in the audience knows what you're talking about. It's the yeah. it's the generic human race. Yeah, oh, man. You would have had a blast uh, in uh, DC Universe Online, which is another MMO that I role played in because. Uh, um nobody was a fucking human uh excuse my language nobody
1: played i actually played human back when i played DC universe online oh man did you ever role play in it sadly no oh
0: it was so great so
1: i'm sure it was honestly
0: when you come to role playing and feel free to interject and and put your own opinion in here as well because again this is a conversation between both of us when you go role playing you understand that there's a there's a set of Social roles when it comes to roleplay. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You're not the Warrior of Light. You're not Thralls and Janna Proudmore's lost son from the future, yada, yada, yada.
1: Sorry. The way I see it, people who do that might as well go to fucking Roblox RP because that's what they do there. Do they? <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Like, I don't mind that sort of stuff in very close, like roleplaying, but it, those are one of the things it's like I do not want to be. A part of of that, um, yeah. When it came to DCU online, it was the wild west of role playing. I'm not kidding you. It was if if your character sure if your character had a story, it it mattered. It it was a thing. It happened. Okay, that's it. Uh, as long as it, you're,
1: making, it, you're making me want to read down from DC Universe online. Yeah,
0: it's it's good. It was so much fun, but it was so I think that's honestly one of the reasons why role-playing in DCU, uh, DC Universe Online is so difficult to maintain because it's it's been on and off for years. I still keep my fingers in it the best I can, but you'll hear whole groups just pop up out of nowhere to start role-playing and then immediately, like, maybe six, seven months after that, you'll you'll see them drop off again. You still have a couple of groups that have been long-going role-playing groups, but it didn't matter if you were from the future. It didn't matter if you were... Some clone from the past, built by the League of Shadows, to uh, of, of Superman's to come back and kill the Joker. As long as a, your character didn't actually kill the Joker, and b, injustice. Likes- yeah, as long as your the the general cons- uh, uh, consensus for role playing in DCU was you cannot be stronger than the the, the big the big ones, and uh, you can't be like your character can't be so damn important that the whole story has to revolve around them was generally the whole the whole thing like you're you're not you're not role-playing lex luther is basically what i'm trying to say yeah yeah um, um other than that it didn't matter you could you, anything play anything
1: uh the last character I actually made on this universe online was actually a mean character um so are you familiar with the child cartoon caillou caillou is that the one is someone like the bald kid with a yellow t-shirt
0: and everything? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, I, hold on, I, hold on. Uh, maybe.
1: So I basically made Caillou in DC Universe Online. It it, it was it was actually pretty fun. Oh, let me
0: hold on. Let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this real quick. Hold on, Caillou, Caillou, guy, Ca- Caillou.
1: Ca- 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 it's like a really. It's like a Nick Jr. or I don't even know. It's a child cartoon. Oh, so. I have
0: absolutely no idea what this is. I have never seen this before <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Oh, this artwork is horrifying. This is I know, right? Scary. As an adult, like as a kid, I probably would have loved it, but as an adult, I don't want to see this ever. That's why it's a kid show. Um,
1: but yeah, I made Caillou there, <laughs> and uh, the I have I have a serious character, but he's not on a PC. He's on um Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is. I name changed him like six times because each name I made was cringy as fuck. So, <laughs>
0: um, so back on back like back to your character, you were talking about like dark role playing and how you normally go back to like you like horror and spooky stuff. Do you try to implement that that love for horror into your role playing?
1: I haven't actually done that yet, but I eventually plan on doing that sometime in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure how I'm gonna do it, but i plan on doing it i'm pr- i might end up doing it whenever Endwalker comes out and i'll pick up reaper class so right right that's one of the reasons i'm so excited to pick up reaper because like it seems like something that would draw attention to like mm-hmm. spooky and horror rp and that's kind of where my favorite stuff is at
0: yes and everybody who has the who has the glamour of the scythes from the store can now actually just play the class and get other scythes
1: yeah, that's what I have. That's that's actually what I used for Kisela Scythe in his original story.
0: Yeah, I am trying my hardest right now to introduce a little bit of horror into my own characters role playing. Uh, but I'm doing it in like through a journal in our own, like in, our, in my free company's discord. And I've noticed that it really just feels like I'm just sort of like yelling at the wind because I don't know how to implement the cosmic horror sensation that I wanted to express with this character and so if you are anybody out there who's listening can figure that out please for the love of god tell me
1: i could probably see what's up and try to help you with it later if you'd like well,
0: feel free to you can you can read over the journals if you like my character is insane i don't know why uh i when i first made her i did not think that i would be going down this route there are some things that i am now implementing that i honestly thought i was just gonna like throw to the wind and never actually fulfill and one day uh my uh um free company uh companions they start like writing in their journals and i was like i want to write in a journal and i want to express character development can i have some of that sweet sweet serotonin, please and i tried my best to like i said implement a bit of like cosmic horror but i'm still trying to do it that is true to the lore of final fantasy if that makes
1: sense um, my personal recommendation would um since technically we are going to the moon and walker that might be able to help i,
0: I know i'm so excited about this can i can i please tell you why i'm excited about this
1: Why? okay up? so
0: my character has a fear of the sky i am not shitting you <laughs> so um, my character uh she is from Soynos Sato uh, which is the of course the underwater village she did not see the sky f- until like she was already 16 so she didn't actually see the the sky until then and the first thing that she saw was the night sky which scared the shit out of her because um and i took this again we were talking about implementing them in your role playing, uh, did you ever play Dragon Age?
1: I did actually. I played Dragon Age Origins mm-hmm. and Dragon Age Inquisition. The,
0: the dwarves who are always underground when they come up, you can talk to a few different dwarves and, and they'll be like, I just don't understand how you guys can cannot be underground. It feels like the sky is just about to suck me off the floor and take me away. I, I implement a lot of that fear and anxiety into the character, so she wears a head wrapping. So the fact that we're about to go to the moon is the absolute best thing ever.
1: I'm gonna enjoy it whenever we go to the moon as well. Did you see the um? You know the uh, small um moon, moon rabbits? I guess no.
0: I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of the uh, any of the stuff. All I know is that we have uh, reapers and sages coming, and that we're going to the moon, and that if the and if we do not fight Yoshi P as the final boss, or we do not fight Bahamut with a Yoshi P mask on, I will be very upset.
1: I can, I, I That would be nice, honestly. <laughs> I don't see it happening, but that would be nice. Uh,
0: a man can dream. I was really hoping that we would have Blitzball. But, you know, whatever. It's okay. Yeah. Please tell me you know what Blitzball is. Blitzball. <laughs> I'm going to... Please let me include this
1: in the this in the podcast. You can, you can. Uh, Fun fact: This is the first Final Fantasy game I played, other than Mobius, and I'm not ashamed of that. Oh, that's fair.
0: Um, Final Fantasy isn't for everybody. Of course, not every game is meant for everybody. But
1: I honestly, I never really was a fan of it until I learned about Final Fantasy 14. Mm -hmm. So.
0: Well, that's fair. I mean, uh, most, a lot of people come to this game for the role-playing aspect, and uh, it's not a bad game to role-play in. You've got your houses, you've got your uh, tavern, you've got free companies, you got so much to do in this game that can set up really good scenes for characters. So, I I love this game for role-playing.
1: Honestly, I feel like if I would have gave gave Final Fantasy like an actual chance, I would have been like more into it. Then so far, I'm loving Final Fantasy 14, and I can't see myself really quitting. Going back to any of the other games I played Mm -hmm. before,
0: did you, um, did you besides for World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy, did you ever try any other MMOs?
1: I played Perfect World International, that was a really fun game to play, actually. (laughs) Gotta get nostalgic just thinking about it. I played that a lot. I played Terra Online a bit. Mm -hmm. I ended up actually hating it, honestly, because of the gender lock crate classes. Right? I I also hate that too. Black Desert, it's the graphics and everything. I, I enjoy how deep the customization is but again gender lock and everything so
0: i can tell you uh, that i've actually never even seen perfect world international until right now i'm looking at it it's it, it was a good game it really was a good game it's
1: outdated mm-hmm. i guess now mm-hmm. but it's it's it was a really good game
0: oh man no i i, I there are some games out there that i love to death and i loved role playing in uh that i really wish we're still around like uh what was it it's a it's a game that ended uh about two years ago it was um uh, wild wild star yes, wild star
1: I heard about that and it was I never actually got into it it though. was
0: so cool because you would get these plots of lands and you could build on these lands. It was basically like having your own housing and people built these sprawling cities on these landscapes, and you could actually connect them with other players. So, one player would have one part of the uh, city, another player would have another part of the city, and it would be this giant thing that you could go exploring with your friends uh, and role-playing through. It was so cool, and it spoke to me as a person who loves B-list movies, uh, like really silly B-list movies, you know what I'm talking about, like trimmers and stuff like that. It it really spoke to me because it it leaned heavily into that genre. And then it, of course, got cancelled, so that was unfortunate
1: other than pwi and terra and black desert mm-hmm. i played obviously dc universe online but i played that back on console mm-hmm. back when i was younger i used to play adventure quest adventure quest worlds i don't play that anymore though
0: but nothing you like did you ever try to roleplay in these things or was it those were just like mmos you played
1: i tried to role play in um like i tried to role play in terra but i could never actually find i don't even think there was RP community there. Mm-hmm. I guess I did RP back in Adventure Quest when I was younger, and I didn't really realize I was RP. There was a lot of weird stuff back in Adventure Quest. Now that I think about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, that that leads me into like the next sort of stuff that I wanted to ask you about. Like, I really want to ask you how has your role playing experience been in Final Fantasy so far? Like, has it been good? Has it been like weird? Has it been? I'm gonna say this, and of course, is again, this is an explicit podcast. I'm sorry, kiddos. I feel like Final Fantasy has had the most amount of people looking to bang at any given moment.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> that was an I, thing I heard. I, in I the love past all year.
0: forms of role playing, but when I came to Final Fantasy and I really sat down in it, uh, it was everywhere. And I and I am not going to sit here and call people creeps because it does happen. Whether you like it or not, it does happen. Okay, cool. If that's what you want to do. Awesome. I prefer fading to black, but it was just everywhere, and the offers come frequently.
1: This is true. This is very true. I've actually been sort of kind of avoiding all of that, that kind of RP in a way, because like I don't want that, like that kind of RP to Mm -hmm. like define my character's relationship. It Mm -hmm. sort of has happened in like past RP. I'm trying to make this shit wholesome. Like I don't want this shit to be like, like no horny basically is what i'm saying
0: right and i and i agree because you want to actually experience a character and see all these different aspects and these different spectrums of your character
1: you said that you you asked how my rp experience has been so far is that yeah right? so <laughs> recently okay so here's context real quick so my friends uh, my, my current free company leader actually he recently just got promoted. His one of his character has one of his character has like this. I don't know what it is, but it's like a I guess it sends like a letter or something on like the on somebody's untimely death or something like they get touched with this spell. Mm-hmm. So this spell was actually given to slow's older brother recently and uh whenever this happened kisto was currently out on a date with his now I like, now lover because mm-hmm. he got shit up, developed last night actually um uh he got a letter from one of the free company members who was sent to watch over them because they were in kugane and they almost went to the rakuza area mm-hmm. <laughs> um he got a letter from that and it, it ended up actually being the um a letter that is from the whole spell thing that uh, like basically describes his brother's death. The reason the, the reason I'm so excited about this exact part is because like the way I did this, it's sort of going to be an RP event that I, I that I plan on doing during Inwalker because on the on the letter it says the name of the person who died, mm-hmm. their cause of death, their location of death, and their time, and if the role if I. I gotta do a roll and it's like over seventy. it shows the who killed them, but I got like forty. so so pretty much what happened was it said, obviously see the Blackhaven cause of death, multiple stab wounds in the gut and large wounds in the chest caused by a large scythe like polearm uh, pole Oh time of death was around like one o'clock in the morning. and location of death was actually New Charland or new Sh- Sh- I don't know how to pronounce the area. um uh, I think is that right?
0: Oh, I I actually do not know. I have yet to be there. Um, to, to um, be honest with you, I am not entirely sure of the area that you're talking about. Um, I I I'm it's... trying to as you're talking. I have um been trying to like look up the areas as you talk about them, so I can see what's going on. To be honest, I I can't find the area.
1: It's uh, it's an Inwalker area, so it's it's the area that's coming out. It's like the hub city for Inwalker, apparently. Oh, okay, cool. So.
0: That's probably the reason why I can't find it because I I wasn't aware yeah. that I was an Inwalker. Again, I don't know jack dilly squat about the new thing. I have never made it past, or like I said earlier, uh, a Realm Reborn.
1: Yeah, um, I basically skipped the Realm Reborn, Heaven's Ward, and shit even Strum Blood sadly. Mm-hmm. Though I have an alt, which I eventually plan on going through the story there. Mm -hmm. What I plan on for the uh, whole RP event that I brought up is it's the reason. The reason why I had it in or Charleian, I still don't know how to pronounce that city, is because for one, do you mind if I go slightly into detail about my other character who basically died? Sure,
0: sure, sure. It doesn't matter to me. Go ahead.
1: Um. So basically, he's working as like a assassin sort of and um he went into a contract that he i guess considered personal and the person who he was supposed to kill was actually somebody who was supposed to be dead actually and i guess you could probably figure that out because of the whole site and everything right through key story um uh i've i have i had key slow the reason I killed this character off is mainly because I'm going to be bringing Lila, which is Keislo's former mentor, into like my actual playable characters. Mm-hmm. I hate leveling characters, honestly. So then, no. just it is un- I understand. I eventually have her being played as like my villain character because mm-hmm. back on World of Warcraft, I had like a few main, g- a few good characters and a few villain characters. I had my Rogue, which is a good character, my Death Knight, who is a good character, and my Demon Hunter and Warlock, who were complete bitches. So basically I'm just excited for that whole RP event that I'm planning Mm -hmm. for Endwalker, honestly. Mm -hmm. And that's because of how mm -hmm.
0: I completely understand because like I really want to start making events for people, but at the same time I have to sort of focus down on like the, the whole content creation thing. Because uh, my my end goal uh, of everything is to make better communication in the role playing community. Because everybody comes to world, like everybody role plays for different reasons. Like uh, uh, I don't know about you, but like my the reasons why I love to role play is because I like exploring uh, myself through the eyes of my characters. I like to figure out why I do the things I do using my avatars as a way to. Express that, and and to see what happens, and to sort of look at everything from an outside point of view. And honestly, it's I I feel like it's helped me out quite a bit to just be able to have to be able to make events and just enjoy stories with people. Is I feel is just a wonderful reason to roleplay. If if there is ever a reason to get online, to spend money, to spend time with other people you barely even know is to share a story
1: i completely agree actually um there i know some people who roleplay play just for like just co- i i've heard i've heard of some people who role play because they say they have really nothing else to do with their life and i kind of find that icky i guess i don't know but i mainly role play it because if it's because i consider it like fun and i've always been the kind of person who would like enjoy writing short stories and everything whenever they were born mm-hmm. so it's kind of like i can do that and also be social at the same time so and hang out with people that I consider friends. So,
0: oh, yeah. Um, I'm also, uh, what I, what I call a an introvert extrovert. I love people. Um, I have a very, I don't even actually, now I don't even have a hard time being around people. But when I was younger, I used to just not want to know people. I didn't want to talk to people. Uh, I was very, socially awkward and I wanted to but I still wanted you know connections with other people. So I didn't want to be a hermit in my room. I just didn't know how to go out and communicate with people without seeming really weird. So I got into role playing mostly because I was just like, right, okay, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to use my character to help me meet people and to talk with people and I've been at it ever since.
1: I've uh said introvert extrovert right yeah uh
0: mind you that's just that's probably not even really a thing i just i i i wanted to go out to meet people but anxiety just kept me from doing that when i was younger so i used uh role-playing characters to make that happen
1: oh yeah i completely agree actually that's actually what that's one of the reasons that i kind of did in wow Mm -hmm. because i didn't really have any way to go out really i had friends who had Occasionally come and pick me up, but they uh all moved away out of where I live. So, Um, shit, I'm fucking. uh, I can't think. No, man, you're good. A matter of fact, I was gonna say,
0: you know what? Uh, If you're if you're good. Uh, I feel like this was an excellent conversation. I myself need to be a little bit more prepared when I bring people in to have like more question setups because I have a list of questions over here. I just didn't know how to present them. I feel like I myself need to get better at this, which I'm sure I will over time with repetition, repetition, repetition. But if you're good, I feel like we really hit it home. Like I feel like this was exactly what I was looking for: a communication between two role players, people who just enjoy stories and enjoy getting online and talking with other people talking about things that aren't really discussed with at least nobody talks to me about them i don't know about you but nobody comes to me and was like hey this happened or this happened and this is the reason why i got into role play. nobody talks to me about that stuff
1: that's actually really like nobody really brings up how or why they got into roleplay yeah and i just i know of
0: I, I feel like this is like something that everybody could benefit from just to talk and communicate like, uh, like, I don't know if you play magic, but there's a, there's a big thing in the magic community where it's like, you know, you have to have your pre game discussion about what decks you're bringing to the table and stuff like that. Just, I, I imagine what the role-playing community would be like if we just sat down and talked about things from like extremely dark role-playing to extremely silly roleplaying to open world versus closed world to erotic role-playing to just all this different stuff that we honestly should be talking about except we don't for some reason anyways I feel like I've taken up enough of your time we've been at this for about an hour now I appreciate
1: joining that. it was fun.
0: That's everything for this week. The next episode will come out on October 21st, two weeks from today. This podcast is coming out bi weekly, occurring during the first and third Thursday of the month. Next time, we're going to be talking to a very old role playing friend of mine about role playing dragons. I truly hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I appreciate the time you've given me today. If you would like to, you can join us on Discord. I encourage you to join as this is not the only role playing project that I am doing. Links in the description and I hope to see you on this long, long journey.